1: In times of crisis, and 2020 has had enough of them, traditionally people pull together and try to help each other, and that's been true in most cases. But sadly, in troubled times, there are also those who like to prey on people with troubles. Have you heard the one about the company selling solar battery packs for your phone, except there are no battery packs or an actual company? Or how about the fake websites that help you cope with COVID-19? They are all scams, and we're going to talk about them this weekend. Hello, I'm political editor Craig Delamore, and this is At Issue. We're going to talk about scams you need to avoid and how you can keep from being taken in and can fight back and if that sounds like it's a time for a visit with the head of the Better Business Bureau in this area, you are right. My guest is Steve Burness. He is the president and CEO of the BBB of Chicago in Northern Illinois. He sits down with us every year to talk about the latest ways unscrupulous people try to fool you into giving them your money or even more important things like your identity. Well, we are actually sitting down, but we are not together in this time of social distancing. This interview is being done via Zoom conferencing. And Steve Burns, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for having me again, Greg. Well, since the coronavirus pandemic is uh, dominating the headlines and the consciousness of most of us, why don't we use that as the basis for how scam artists work? Because we've got a major issue. People are looking for help or goods or services. And... uh, I guess it's fair to say
0: the scam artists take advantage of that state of mind, right? They do, especially in times like this. And I think this is like a dream come true for the scammers with more and more people on the computer now and not going out shopping traditionally. Things have changed for the scammers and it's making it a lot more easier for them. And guess what? They're basically going after any type of industry they possibly can. Things you never thought of in the past would be a scam. Today it's been differently. And we at the Better Business Bureau, Truly can't keep up with the scams. I mean, they're just continuously changing. And uh, every day we hear of a new scam, and it happens each and every hour, it seems to be.
1: Yeah, the, the, the inventiveness of, uh, of bad guys is, is, seems to be limitless. Uh, give me an example of the kinds of scams that have risen from the dirt amid COVID 19 specifically.
0: What really has uh, uh, jumped up to our attention has been the fake websites. And I think a lot of websites that have, uh, you know, fixes and cures for the COVID-19 specifically uh, and how to, and to deal with that. And I think the scammers are trying to profit on that in, in many different ways. Uh, we either fake te- test kits or sometimes they have, you know, the vaccines uh, that they know where it's at and how to take care of it. Uh, but what we're really seeing is uh, just a plethora of fake websites from, you know, shopping online uh, to fake goods, no goods, and from buying puppies and for government officials calling you, asking you for personal confidential information. So really to scammers, this is a field day for them. They're having a dream come true and they're, they're attacking every single industry that you would think of and beyond.
1: Steve, is it, uh, is it that easy
0: for people to create websites? It is very easy for, as you know, to create websites, but more importantly, that consumers need to remember is that they can buy advertisements on Google and other search engines. So guess what? Their, their scam website appears at the top as an ad. And most consumers know maybe the first two positions are advertisements. But some consumers don't realize that and know that. So they think it's a verifiable company that's been around for a long time. And, and sometimes, Craig, it feels like the Better Business Bureau is a whack-a-mole game. As we get one website down, another website pops up and it's nonstop and it keeps forever changing quickly and expedient. Um,
1: for things like that, uh, and we always talk about this at some point in the, uh, in the half hour when you're with us, uh, I mean, there, what are the things that might warn you that this isn't real? And, I, and I'm thinking it's getting harder and harder to tell.
0: It truly is getting harder and harder. In the years past, if you remember, Craig, we used to look for misspellings or or grainy pictures. With the advent of the technology today, it's been superior for the scammers to really make a copy of a website or make it look like an authentic website. So, in essence, it's really hard to compare websites today, looking at one and looking at a fake one. You can't really tell the difference. And one thing that we ask you to suggest is look at the URL. The URL may have one missing character or may have additional character in there. And you think you're dealing with a major website like Amazon when it actually could be a fake website making it look like it's Amazon. So I think consumers really just need to do their due diligence. And one thing that the Better Business Bureau suggests is never click on a link that is brought to you either through your Facebook, Instagram, or or through an email by your friend saying, click here for more information on this great product. Because if you click on that link, Craig, as you know, that can take you to a site, nefarious site that can have spam or malware on it, that can take control of your computer, they can dump you know uh, things on your computer to you know for spam and malware and and guess what they can watch your keystrokes they can turn on your camera and watch you exactly and we just had a report uh, yesterday from a woman a woman who actually somebody called and and broke into her comcast account and they copied every single email from her comcast account and then they went through it and then some she in one of her emails she had her social security number in there she had her bank account numbers in there and they started calling those banks they started starting having a lot of information on it because they had her address but we're really seeing those phishing emails where they kind of like click here and and get more information and guess what that opens the door for them and and it works as you may recall you know a few years ago a police station in the south suburbs uh, they actually, unfortunately, did the same thing, and it uh, took over their computer system, and they had to pay the ransomware to the scammers to get their data back. So, it's quite alarming, especially what happened yesterday. A poor woman, who uh, you know had the years of her emails were were taken from her, and they were going through all of them. Wow.
1: Now, you know, I mean, some of these things, as you point out, are very simply set up, but you put out a lengthy alert uh, this week, I believe, about one company. It seems to have gone through a lot of effort to set up its scam site. Tell, tell me a little bit about Lit Mobile.
0: Sure. We issued a warning on October 6th of this year. We had an organization that was allegedly in downtown Chicago, but we could not determine if this company was located anywhere in downtown Chicago. So they we're using that as saying, Hey, they must be a great company because they're in Chicago. It was lit mobile, lit solar and lit custom. And basically hundreds of complaints from over 20 States, including Canada and Australia from consumers who alleged that they uh, were selling these uh, solar battery chargers for their phones, anywhere from, you know, $99 to 200 and actually that most of the consumers alleged they had no product to offer because they never got anything except their credit card was charged and it was quite alarming that these consumers, you know, for months and months we're sending payments into this organization when it actually, we couldn't determine if it even existed and, or where the company was at. And, and sometimes you don't even know the comp- where the company is because they hide behind multiple websites. And they could be across the pond somewhere just taking the credit card numbers and having a field day.
1: And did I read correctly that they even had uh, fake testimonials from people so that it, it, it had reviews?
0: Yes, it had a lot of reviews and fake testimonials as well, and a lot of them were similar ones that we've seen on other websites and I think consumers need to remember that there's a lot of fake testimonials out there and websites and also customer reviews. You know the Better Business Bureau also does customer reviews, and we go through extensive testing of our uh, of our customer reviews to make certain uh, that there's no fake reviews in there, and uh, we have you know algorithms to try to help and protect but again you can't stop everything uh, about 60% of our reviews are only go through and about 40% are rejected so we were able to determine that they are fake reviews, even with the better business bureau, so you really got to do your due diligence in making certain that these these organizations uh, do well uh, have these you know safety nets in place for your, yourself because there 's a lot of fake reviews and as you may recall, Craig uh, you know, a few months ago, there were, a lot of consumers were getting seeds from China in packages and paper towels and ping pong balls. And that's all they were doing is sending this information to consumers, these products, with the hope they would then create fake reviews and make them look like a great company. Uh, They were Mm -hmm. The company doing it themselves, making these fake reviews. So consumers today, I think I've been doing this for 33 years now. Uh, You really have to do the due diligence on the organization and making sure that you're dealing with a reputable company, not just somebody online.
1: Now let's talk about, I'm tempted to call this Scamazon uh, but uh, I mean, you, you've got an, uh, you're warning people about a new scam with folks pretending to be from Amazon, the big, reputable
0: online marketplace. What's going on there? Basically, what the Better Business Bureau is seeing is a plethora of calls, not only here in Chicago and Northern Illinois, but all across the the nation from consumers who are alleging they're receiving calls from Amazon saying your package can't be delivered or something is wrong with your order. We need some information from you, like your mailing address. We need your credit card number again and other matters like that. Again, it's a phishing attempt on the phone. We all see it through emails. A lot of consumers are cognizant of that, but now the consumers are, uh, because everybody seems to be home today, uh, not working in their offices, they're working from home, so they'd be, uh, they be are accessible. And guess what? A lot of people order from Amazon. I could see the Amazon truck pass my house quite regularly, five or six times a day. And uh, so they're just taking a chance and hopefully that you, do, you did place an Amazon order and oh, there must be something wrong with my order I just placed. And consumers are freely, freely giving out their information, their credit card information and information about, uh, you know, their credit card and their address. And a lot of this information, the scammers build a file on you. And that's why we also, as you remember, the Better Business Bureau issued an alert earlier this year. And we told consumers, stop putting your graduation year on Facebook pictures up online because then they know how old you are. So basically, Craig, they're building a profile on you to eventually steal your credit. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when they'll steal your credit or be victim of identity theft, which is, as you know, the fastest growing white collar crime today. And I've been a victim of identity theft. Former Illinois Attorney General Lisa Madigan has been a victim of identity theft. So you can't stop it but you can stop giving the information freely to, uh, to these individuals. And the only way to put scammers out of business, and I'm saying this with complete authority on this, is not to give them your money because we can't stop the scams. The government can't stop the scams. They're all over the world and it's, it's increasing by, uh, by alarming amounts. And, and I think
1: as we've you know pointed out here, uh, the identity theft part is is unfortunately the gift that keeps on giving to these people and uh, you know uh, uh full disclosure i talked to you earlier uh about uh, one that uh, happened again because we're home and uh it was a robotic voice warning that my social security number was misused in texas not that they used my name but they said you know We, you know, this is, in fact, they say this is the Social Security Administration office. And uh, your number was misused in Texas, and you need to call a number right away. This call is from the Department of Social Security Administration. The reason you are getting a phone call from our department is to inform you that we have found out that your Social Security number was misused in the state of Texas. For further information of the case, call back us in this number. Now, I, of course, having talked to you for, you know, (laughs) so many years, knew that this was a scam, but people are vulnerable to these kinds of things because we just told them that identity theft can happen anywhere, and here's a call saying, and if you make a call to that number, the problem is, is that the only way you can talk to anybody who picks up the phone is to give them your social security number.
0: Exactly. That's what they're looking for. These are government imposters, and they really scam these individuals and prey on the people's fears during this pandemic. And basically what they're trying to do is steal your identity. And as most consumers know, and most businesses don't even know, is that uh, caller ID can be spoofed. So a lot of these calls are being reported to the Better Business Bureau, actually Safe Social Security Administration. So they actually think it's true. It's accurate. And they call multiple times. So you may have received, you know, two, three, four, five calls and somebody think, Oh my gosh, something must be wrong. And what they do is they need your social security number to verify that it's you uh, because they're saying it may not be you. So I need your social security number. It happens to a lot of people. Unfortunately it happened to a relative of mine a few weeks ago. And unfortunately she gave that information to them and not knowing it it was a, a con operation until the end when they hung up on her. But again, that they're not going to do anything with it right now. They may, you know, take a, a year to do something with it. They continuously build a profile on consumers. And that's why the Better Business Bureau suggests is not to give any information out like this because they can stop them in their tracks from giving this information freely to them. But again, these are government posters. They say they're from the government. The caller ID says it. They're scamming millions of consumers all across the globe. And it's really an easy way of getting people's confidential information because they're freely giving it up. Instead of going to a bank and, and robbing a bank, the scammers are just calling people and robbing them freely and quickly. And it happens all the time, and especially these, you know, fear and intimidation. A lot of calls, you know, we have received at the BBB have been consumers where they say they threaten arrest. A couple of people have said they threatened uh, deportation of the individual if they didn't act quickly, and it's usually that quickness, Craig, is the key. That what we call the tip off to the rip off. That they need this information right away, and, or you're going to jail, or they're sending the police over to your house to arrest you. And that's when consumers start freaking out. They get scared. I have called from reporters. You know, parents. Um, you know, reporters have fallen for this. It, it just it happens all the time and one thing that consumers and businesses need to remember because it actually happens to businesses as well is that they need something within 30 minutes that's the tip off to the rip off the only thing you should do in 30 minutes is order a pizza and i said that time and time again anything else hang up on them Call the sources directly yourself. Make sure it's them. And nobody's going to call you and ask you for your social security number. Nobody's going to call you asking for your bank account number. They don't do that. But please tell your relatives, your friends, your family that this is the only way to stop it is not to give them your business as well.
1: You're listening to WBBM News Radio's At Issue. I'm Craig Delamore. We're talking about scam, scam artists, and what you can do about them. My guest is Steve Burness, president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois. We are recording this interview via Zoom conferencing. And let's take a moment to talk about the point that you just raised that people need to understand how government actually works because the Social Security administration is not going to call you and ask and and need your social security number if the social security administration called you they'd have it uh so i mean i think that's we government does not do the things you know they don't need a money order from you uh, or a you know something like that or a gift card what are the i mean some of the things that people are being asked to do should be a tip-off as well right
0: Exactly. And that's what we call unconventional methods. And one of them is where they actually ask you to buy gift cards and go to the store and buy gift cards and read the back of the numbers to them. And then that when you give them the numbers, that guess what? They can start stealing money from those gift cards quickly. And the scammers are really getting uh, better at adapt at... Uh, are working with these scams and they actually stay on the phone with the consumers while they go to the store to buy the gift cards. And the reason is because the stores may ask you if you're buying 10 gift cards, all of a sudden they're going to ask you, what are you buying this for? And they're going to say, well, I have to you know, buy this for the government or whatever. They're going to tell you not to do it. But a scammer hears that. and They tell you what to tell the store personnel. This is confidential governmental office, official work. They'll say that, but ignore what they're saying. It's really amazing, Craig, how sophisticated these scammers are in unconventional methods, like you know, not giving your credit card, but giving out wiring money. You should never ever, and I want to repeat that, never wire money to anybody uh, because those are attributed to scams. The only wiring of money is to people that you know and that you have actually, they may be your family member or business that you've done business with. Most times the enemy calls you out of the blue and asks you to wire money to you, please don't do it. It's a scam. It's a tip-off to the rip-off. Nobody does that, calling you, asking you for your, a money order or, uh, you know, your are uh, you know, uh, wiring money to them, information like that. And
1: another thing I'd like to talk about for a little bit is, is about basically shopping online. We are buying things online that we would have probably, in years past, never thought to buy like cars i'm i admit i'm still amazed by that that anybody buys cars online but they do and you talked about puppies if people are buying these things online what are the kinds of scams that are out there basically lurking for them
0: well basically what we're seeing craig is a really a shift and things that were never bought online is really now a new marketplace and with the new marketplace comes the new scams and new twist the Federal Trade Commission, as of this morning, reported about almost a quarter million complaints regarding, you know, these types of scams and COVID and and scams online, with about 157 million dollars in losses. But the key is the number one scam is still online shopping, and I think we're seeing that a lot now uh, because shopping online can bring you a lot of things to your home that you never thought you would buy. For instance, puppy scams. Puppy scams, now we have released a warning again, the Better Business Bureau, uh, that so many consumers are being victimized by puppy, buying puppies online because during the pandemic, they need some companionship and, and a lot of the stores are, are don't have uh, uh, excess puppies to, to sell. So a lot of people are turning online. There are s- legitimate organizations out there selling online, but there's, unfortunately, the scammers, and it's really hard to tell the difference on that. Uh, buying vehicles. You know, if you were to ask this question last year, I can't tell you anybody that ever bought a car online. But now I can tell you several people I've known recently have bought cars online. It's a new shift. Again, there's great dealers out there. There's great automobile manufacturers out there. But unfortunately, the scammers uh, join in on this and they try to steal the money from consumers. And recently, we just issued a warning where they had a fake online broker. So they call you basically up saying, would you like to buy this car? It's really reduced low price. I've got to go to the army or I'm sick. I need to, to get rid of this car quickly. They had the picture of the vehicle. Looks like a great car. And they basically, don't worry, we'll give you an escrow company so you can wire the escrow money, um, wire the money to the escrow company. We'll be safe for seven days. And if you like it, we'll take the money from the escrow company. If you don't like it, you can have your money back. But guess what, Craig? The Unfortunately, both organizations are fake. It's just amazing amount the amount of consumer that don't don't do their due diligence online and just go with an organization that pops up on their Google search engine as a great organization. You can't tell the difference, as we talked about earlier. You have to go through the website. You have to do the due diligence and making sure they're in existence and they are a verifiable company. And a lot of times, Craig, consumers don't find information online about a company. Um, And they think it's great because there's no negative information but as I mentioned earlier, it's like the whack-a-mole game. Companies come up within hours and go down in the, within hours. So it doesn't mean because you can't find anything. So in essence, it's better to deal with organizations you know. And the first place to go, obviously, is always the Better Business Bureau to find information about organizations as well. And the Better Business Bureau is also referral agency. We can refer you to organizations that we know and that you can trust because they meet the Better Business Bureau accreditation standards.
1: You know, and even to throw another wrinkle into this, though, with all the online buy, I mean, you'll, uh, you tell me, even with legitimate companies, there can be problems. And I mean, do you get a lot of complaints about legitimate online sales?
0: We are online sales are again number one of our number one complaints this year as a result of the pandemic because everybody's buying online but there's are great organizations out there but there's also legal organizations that are not uh, well-run organizations, and they're basically bad businesses, but they continue to operate, is that consumers just don't do their checking, Craig. I mean, they just don't realize. They they call us to the BBB to file a complaint, and then we tell them what their record at the Better Business Bureau is, and, and they say, oh, I should have checked with you first. And I think a lot of consumers need to remember that to check the Better Business Bureau first and foremost before doing business with the company, not after, because after it may be too late. And if you do have a complaint, I can can't stress this enough to please file the complaint with the Better Business Bureau because you can prevent this from happening to somebody else. And we can warn those consumers what this company has, what the kind of problems they have. A lot of companies have F ratings with us and a lot of companies have bad reviews with us and but still consumers continue to do business with them which is their right but they don't realize that this is company is is well known for these types of problems just because they have a website just because you've known about this company for 30 years doesn't make them a good company you have to do your due diligence not only with the better business bureau but with other sites you have to do checking on them because you know one of the best ways to check on a company besides the BBB is also put the company's name in a search engine and put the word scam next to it and see what pops up. Again, I've been talking to for consumers for 33 years and about these types of problems and they always seem to be one major issue is they don't do the research necessary and, and they just deal with the company because it pops up on their Google site. And it's like, it's their first or second selection and doesn't make them a good company. You have to do the, the work on them. And, or somebody comes to your house, you just don't do business with somebody who walks to your door and knocks on it and says, I happen to be down the street. And I got extra material on my truck, and I want to do business with you, and you have to do the research on them. Or if Commonwealth Edison comes to your house, you want to make sure that's a ComEd employee or People's Gas employee. We've got reports of fake, uh, of fake uh, 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 company workers with fake IDs saying they're from those agencies when they're not. So. Checking on a company is probably the best thing, but save you lots of money and prevent uh, long uh, problems that you might have in correcting your identity because it can take five years to fix your identity on, on worst-case scenarios. Mm.
1: And, you know, we're about to get into uh, a holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, Thanksgiving. This is also a time when people deal with charities, and I suppose if we look ahead for the next couple of months, that's another thing that people have to be careful about.
0: Exactly. Charities not around the holidays, but also around disasters and the pandemic as well. The Better Business Bureau has heard of many charities, the fake charities that pop up. They have maybe one or two different characters, changes in their name, and it makes you think that they're a reliable charity and they're not. You have to do your checking not only with the Better Business Bureau, but also get information from them in writing before you donate, you know, investigate before you donate or you know, investigate before you invest. You want to find out that information about the charity. Again, there's lots of great businesses and lots of great charities out there that do, do great work, but unfortunately, there's going to be scammers that take advantage of the situation, and it's hard for you as a consumer to tell the difference. You've got to get the research from them, and don't do that quick you know, buying decisions, don't do quick donating uh, decisions as well, because you have to do your research in order to determine if that's the proper charity. And because there's a lot of charities that are out there that have been operating for years. But if you realize sometimes they hire telemarketers, they might spend 90 cents of your dollar going to the telemarketer, only 10 cents going to the charity. We tell consumers that I would have never donating to that charity knowing that. Unfortunately, it's legal and they can do it. But you have to check out and let make sure you know what the charity is doing before you donate.
1: We've only got about a minute left, but uh, I I know that uh, uh, this is Financial Planners Month. Any quick words for, uh, for people on that topic?
0: Yeah, October is financial planning month and it's important for consumers to be aware and there's great financial planners out there and the Better Business Bureau has a new ebook. So please contact the Better Business Bureau can provide your book on financial planners, what to look for in a financial planner. We're working together with the Financial Planners Association, a great organization that helps educate consumers because you do need financial help and you want to make sure you're dealing with the reputable one because guess what? A lot of those, uh, there's, there's some fake financial planners out there as well who will take your money and uh, run with it as fast as they can.
1: And I didn't ask you the website. Tell everybody where to go to, uh, to get more information before they pay
0: their money. Of course, go to bbb.org. Uh, that's our main website. You get a lot of information out there before you buy or hire. BBB it. And please check with us first. And we're also a referral agency. And we also have Scam Tracker to check on scams. So if you see a scam, report it to the Better Business Bureau. Even if you didn't fall for it, you can help others from being victimized by doing that. Please go to the Better Business Bureau first.
1: Thank you so much. That is Steve Burnus of the Local Better Business Bureau. Thank you for joining me, as, you, as we try to do at least once a year. Uh, to our listeners, if you want a copy of this program or to hear it again, please visit our website at wbbmnewsradio.com. There should be a link at the bottom of the page. You can also find our podcasts on radio.com. I will be back next week with another edition of At Issue, and I hope you'll be listening. Until then, I'm Craig Delamore, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours